Shalom, discusses why one cannot pay kefal and chaymesh. Is it because of the shvua shabai or the momun that he pays shabai? We discuss kefal and chaymesh when it comes to two people. Is that possible? What about paying chaymesh twice or momun twice? What about? Who gets to keep the kefal when they when they bust the ganav? If the shomer, the the one who's watching the swears and pays, even though he didn't have to, what happens if the ganav only admits to the shomer, not to the owner? But the shomer already swore. Another case: what happens if the shomer is dealing with listim? We begin with Romi Barachom, who asks. What is mechay of the kefal? Momoin? And that paying kefal, patrizim from the chaymish? Or maybe it's the shvua that's mechay of the kefal, patrizim from the chaymish. What's he asking? Well, what happens in a case where the shaymer's taina is that it was stolen and he swears to that fact? He then proceeds to, to claim that it was lost and he swears that it was lost and not stolen. And then Adam come. And they confirm that it was taka lost. Or rather, they confirm to the first claim. They confirm that it was stolen. So he now has to pay koifel. Because they prove that he taka had it while he was claiming that it was stolen. And then he admits that he lied to saying that it was lost. So now, does paying koifel patron from Chaymesh? And here is Chayv koifel. Or maybe it's the Shavuah that... that is Mechaivim Kefal, which patters him from Chaymesh. Now, this second Shavua wasn't Mechaivim any Kefal, so he should be Chayv Chaymesh. The last Shavua isn't Kefal, so maybe he should also be Chayv Kefal, uh, the Chaymesh. So Rava tries bringing a Raya. We learned a guy goes over to a random guy in the Shuk and he says, Yo, where's my ox? The guy says, I didn't steal your ox. He says, No, swear to me. True this, he doesn't have to, but he says, you know what? I swear. Now, Adam show up and confirm that Itaka did swear it, s- steal it. So the halach is that he has to pay Kefal. However, if he admits himself, he would have to pay Karen, Chaymish, and Asham. Over here, the Adam or Machai of him to pay Kefal. If, however, he were to admit by himself, only after the Adam came, he wouldn't be Chayiv. But hold on a second. If the Shavua, which is Nechayev Kefal Patrasim from the Chaymesh, why isn't he Chayev if he admits after they didn't come? The Shavua he made wasn't Nechayev Kefal, so he should still be Chayev to pay for the, at least the Chaymesh. If not double, at least the 25%. Elamaya must be that the Momoin, the fact that the Shemer actually paid, is Nechayev the Kefal, and that's what Patras the Chaymesh. That's taka we come out. That's the moment, not the shavua. Now Ravina asks, what happens if you have a chiv of chaymesh and kefal, but with two separate people? What's the case that he's talking about? If someone gives his shirt to two people to watch, and they together taina that it was stolen, one of them swears, and then one of them admits after swearing, the other one has adim come and prove that he actually had it while he was claiming it was stolen. But do we say that when the Torah says you're not chayiv both chaymish and kefal, that's only with one person, but with two people, between the two of them, the Torah doesn't mind being chayiv them both kefal and chaymish. 
or maybe we're talking about the 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 sensitivity the Torah has to not be mechayev both is on momoin, and these two people are paying one set fee together. Now the Gemara leaves with a take over. If Papa asks another question, if you have one person who's chayev two chaymish or two kevel, is that a possibility? What's he asking? In a case where the guy claims that the thing he's watching was lost, and he swears to that effect, but then he admits, you know what, Tak, I had it while I was swearing that. And then he comes back and is like, you know, actually now it was stolen. It was lost. And he swears to that. And then he admits a second time. Or the same thing happens and he's, instead of claiming that it was lost, he claims that it was stolen. But he does it twice over. Do we say that when I'm a chayv moment twice in the same person? Or just in two cases? Because we have one person, two cases. Two totally separate fees. Rava learns from the Pasuk of the Chamishi of Yosef Olov that the Torah actually allows multiple finds of Chaymesh for a single Karen. Next, the Gemara brings a case. The owner of the item comes to the Shemer and says, Hey, can I have it back? And the guy swears that he took care of it. And that it was lost or stolen, something like that. And then he says, you know what? I want to pay for it anyways, even though I'm swearing. Now, if they find out who had Taka stolen it, who gets the kefal? You see, this, the shamer swore and also paid. Normally, once you swear, you're off the hook. Baye says that the kefal goes to the Balipikodon, the owner. Rava says it goes to the shamer, the one who is holding on to the Pikodon. Abaye says it goes to the owner... Since he made the guy swear, the kefal now goes to him, to the shaymer. But Rava says, just because the guy swore doesn't mean that he he rescinds the right to kefal. The shaymer, Rava says, gets the kefal. Since he paid for it, he by paying for the item which was stolen, he acquires the kefal. The Maya said they're arguing in a diuk and a mishnah. The mishnah says that if someone gives as a, as a bikodin, he gives his animal, his kalim to his friend, and it gets stolen or lost. If instead of swearing, the shamer pays off, even though he has the right to just swear and walk away from the table, if they then find the ganiv, the kefel, or the, even the dalad vehei, go to the shamer who paid for it. He paid for the stolen item. If he swore instead of paying, which he has the right to do, if they then find the ganiv, the ganiv pays it to the original owner. The, the fines go to the original owner, the kefal, and the Hey, Bayek is medayik from the ratio, while Rav is medayik from the safe of this price. See, Abayek says, look, in the ratio, we say, after Shemer pays instead of swearing, then he gets the fines, the kefal. But if he didn't pay, he swore. Then it's mashma that even if he were to continue and then pay, the money would still go to the original owner. But Rav has from the Seifa. See, our case was Nishba and Meshalim. The Seifa was where he just swore and he didn't pay. Mashma that if he were to have also sworn, the Shem would have gotten to keep the Kefal on the Dalvehei. Now, Lamaisa, we have a Kasha on Abaye from the Seifa, but Abaye would explain... That it doesn't mean he didn't want to swear. It just means he didn't want to swear. He didn't want to pay before swearing. He paid after swearing. He did do both. And Ravu will explain the ratio. 
that the Shomer did pay, he just didn't want to stay with his Shvua, he wanted to pay as well. Estegmar says that if the owner comes to the Shomer, and the Shomer swears, so now the Shomer is out of the picture, he swore, he's putter, he's gone. And now they discover who the Gan of Taka was. There's a funny thing that happened. Both the Shomer and the owner approached this Ganav and said, Hey, you stole the, 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 the item. But in a strange turn of events, the Ganav only admitted that he stole to the Shomer, who had already sworn he's already out of the picture. He did not admit to the actual owner. When the Ganav admits, does that potter him? Even though he's admitting to the wrong person, to the person who he actually doesn't owe it to, he owes it to the, to the Baal HaBikadon, and he didn't admit to the Baal HaBikadon. He made it to Rishayim, who already swore. He's away from the table. So Rove answers that if he swore truthfully, he's Taka Potter. But if he lied, admitting to the Shemer isn't going to help. Rava asks, what happens if he started, he got up to swear falsely, but he didn't in the end? That he says is a teku. Rav Kahana learned that way, but Rav Tivyemi learned Rava's question a little differently. That what happens if the guy Taka did swear falsely? If the Ganav did swear falsely, what would be the halach over there? And Rashi explains that we know that he's going go, to do tshuva eventually. Now again, Rava leaves this with a teku. Next, the Gemara says... The Bailim come to the Shomer and say, hey, where's my stuff? And he says, look, it was stolen. I'll pay you for it. And now, after paying for it, they discover who Taka stole it. When the owner approaches the Ganev, he admits to the Bailim. When the Shomer admits, he denies it. So he's, again, admitting to the wrong person. Now that the Shomer paid, he actually owes it back to the Shomer. The question is, is this Ganev Potter from the... Knasim, the Kefal, by admitting to the owner instead of to the Shemer who he now owes the money to. Does the Shemer tell the owner, look, I paid you, so now you give me the Knasim? Or does the owner tell the Shemer, you did us a really nice favor by paying us, even though you didn't have to, you could have just sworn, so we'll do you a favor. And the Gemara leaves this again with a teku. The Gemara poses another question. If it was stolen by bandits, by these listim, mezuyim, they're wearing masks, and, but they're in broad daylight, and they talk recognize who the bandit is, they, they, they find out, they track him down in the post office. So Abayah says, if this shomer was a shomer chinom, he could either deal with the gun of himself or he could swear and walk away. A shomer sochar doesn't have the option of swearing or walking away. Rava, however, says even a Shemichinam can't swear. Koira, they're arguing in Ravuna Bar Ovin. Because Ravuna Bar Ovin asked the Shaila if an item gets stolen by Anus and they find out they know who the Ganav is now. Ravuna taught that if, he, if the Shemir who it was stolen from was a Shemichinam, he can either do take this Ganav to court or he can swear and walk away. Hey, it was stolen. It wasn't my fault. You're not paying me for this anyway. So Shemir Sachar, he can't just walk away. Can't swear. He was being paid for this and it got stolen from him. This seems like a riot time by an Akashan. Rava, Rava would answer that. Here we're specifically talking about a case where he had already sworn. Even before they figured out who the Ganav is. That's why the Shemir Sachar can walk away. He swore already. I, we said that 
he can choose between taking the guy to court or swearing. How can he take the guy to court? We don't know who he is. We have to learn that the Shemichinim has the choice of Shvuar Din, not the Shemichinim. Now, Rabba Zuti, he had a kasha. The Shaila was that if a Ganav steals from the Shemer, Ba'inus, it wasn't the Shemer's fault, and he puts it back into the Shemer's house, if the stolen item, the cow, then dies in the Shemer's house, Bepshia, it's not the Shemer's fault, then who is, is the Shemer going to be chayev for this death that happened on his property? Do we say that the second it was stolen by Oynes, his Shemira is over and he's not responsible for anything that follows? Or do we say that now that it's back in his house, he's again responsible and he'll be hired for the dead thing which he was watching? The Gemara again leaves this with a teku. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.